clear Coming through geocache talk A voice on the line I hear Coming through geocache talk It's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the opening. And our featured patrons, Black Chrome, Supernate, The Twonky, Burnt Turtles, Kazelli, Acme Wildcashers, P0001, ADK Sarah, Eastern Girls, Billy Robson, and our new patrons, Retired Guy, Firefly8317, Team Murky, and 1940 Chevy. How about that one? If you'd like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron heart on the front page of the Geocache Talk website. Heart. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm bad at making a heart. (laughs) Um, Or you can head over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coin. I'm pulling this one out. Oh, oh, Owen's got his black. He does. But Gary knows why I have this one out. But I'm not even going to tell anybody. Yes, he does. Yes, yes, he does. (laughs) Um, And it's killing him already. So, ha ha. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Um, Bonus content. uh, Invites to special events. Book club is is in full swing. When's y'all's next book club? Um, It's coming up in a, let's see. What are we? Not, 25th? not tomorrow, the week after. Uh, yeah, I believe we are. Yeah, I think the night. So, like two weeks from now, I'd have to check, oh, double check, but a little shorter this time. We went a little less than a month because we split a book in half. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, Thanksgiving, people are going to want to be, you know, be out cashing so they can yeah. avoid their family. So we didn't want them to have to do it then. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, we, we split this one to two. We went like super deep on this book, right? And it's blowing all of our minds so we have to uh we had to split it into two but it's been a lot of fun too you know and we'll we'll keep that one going as well excellent um in my special events only for patrons support level start at as little as bison tube level it's three dollars a month or you can go all the way up to gak golden ammo can that's just ten dollars a month and you get extra things depending on what level you're at Let's jump but right in. All the patrons are going to get an opportunity to do a whole bunch of stuff coming up, right? Oh, Some that's of them know what it is already. The other ones are going to find out, but yes, it's uh, we got a whole bunch of behind the scenes that will not just be Gary and I. It'll be the whole yeah. network, and all the patrons are going to get on the inside of that one. So, yeah, some of them have an idea of what we're talking about, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, no, absolutely, we got a lot. We got there's a lot. There's a lot in the pot cooking it It is and you know it sounds like a broken record but this will be our biggest thing yet oh yeah (laughs) it it, it was saying that was true right so it it was real hard for gary to keep his keep keep it quiet while you were gone (laughs) the next the next two items were going to be incredible um so let's jump right in show 221 
uh, as we welcome to the show, Owen Sully. Owen? Owen from KC, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Glad to be here. We're going to have a fun night. It'll be interesting. Hopefully it's educational and entertaining. That's our goal, entertaining and educational. So, Um, But before we get into all that... We've got several news items we want to get through. Um, the first one is that, oh, wow, we got some people from UK. Awesome. Adam, nice to see you, buddy. Um, all over the world. I love it. Um, Tom says he loves K- the KC area. Yeah, Kansas City or Kansas City, Kansas and Kansas City, uh, Missouri, both right there. Yeah. One of the places uh-huh. that I've had that. I've had the fortune to drive through in the in the past month or so since I've been on the road almost what three out of the last four weeks. Yeah, I think yeah. Most of October I've been gone. Will, will Gary spill the beans? That's always the question. It's always possible, but possible. most of these beans somebody knows about. Most of these beans that are that he's trying not to spill right now. So. Yeah. Um, the first one I do want to mention, I think we can go ahead and share one of our many things that we want to share. So um, we have some new coins coming out and we're going to have opportunities for people who are um, non-public, non-public, no, non, non-patron <laughs> to <laughs> purchase. Yeah. Make sure right, right. Right. the public um, Marcellus. Carn City. I have heard of Carn City. I've been in Carn City. That's different. Carn City, Texas. Um, so we do have some new coins coming out that will be available to the public, but also we're putting together sort of a way for patrons, depending on what level they're at, to get discounted for the patrons. Yeah, they're going to have. Yeah. We'll we'll send patrons. Obviously, the patrons are going to get a discount over what we would, you know, have them available for the public for sure. Right. So we'll let the patrons know what the the schedule, I guess, is for the for them, and depending on what level uh, they have, they'll get a different kind of uh, discount. So just to let you know, but we do have some cool coins coming out. There's the gadget coin; it's really cool looking. I love that one. That's cool. Um, got some more coming out. There's the kids one, geocaching with kids. Mm. So looking forward to giving those options for folks. But we're going to have some um, package deals that you're in. We're going to have some cool shirts as well as the vinyls that um, Chad's uh, doing for us for in the store. Um, so we'll have a package deal. These people interested in that. Those are some options that we'll have available. So looking forward to telling you more about that here in the future. Uh, yes, huge announcements. We had another major meeting this past week on the this big is killing one. you isn't it this it is, is killing, killing you me. all right let, let me help navigate this so you don't spill anything okay go ahead some people that we've already met with already know who we're meeting with yep and that's the huge thing that'll be happening really soon after podcast of hope podcast of hope comes first yep Yep. Podcast to Hope is one of the most important things we do all year long. 
We raise money for St. Jude. We yeah. never let anything interfere with that. However, after that is the biggest thing we've ever done. Coming up, the people that were in the meeting, the the patron hangout, and if they have it, they've probably heard about it leaking. They know who we're meeting with and have an idea of what we're doing, but nobody has an idea of the full scope of it yet, but they will soon. Yeah. The good part is that we had a second meeting and it wasn't shut down. So <laughs> it was <laughs> not only was it not shut down, it was encouraging and actually yeah. with the collaboration, it's going to be better than our original idea. So yeah, we got a green light, which yeah. we were really excited to have a green light. Um, yeah. So that made it really cool. So um, all right. Enough of that before I say something more. Yes. Podcast to hope is December 6th, mm-hmm. 4 PM to midnight. <laughs> and, uh, been working hard on getting that, um, set up for, um, so I was going to make, want you to Memphis, let Gary spill the beans. Not yet. Hey, you had like three weeks to spill all the beans while I was gone. So I know. Welcome back. By the way. Glad you're back. Um, yeah, podcast of hope. So this one, as everybody, if you if you're newer to the show since the last podcast of hope, um, we'll talk more about it obviously as it comes closer and to be coming up really soon. But we raise money for St. Jude every year. It's an eight hour podcast, um, broken up into sections, so you'll still be able to watch it afterwards. Um, yeah, and uh, really, the we have tons of fun doing it. But the the point is to raise money for St. Jude. That's our one charity thing for the year. Yeah, and. Uh, Gary always lines up the best content we he can ever get for it, which is great. Yep. Um, I think we were going to host, uh, you know, is well eight hours, but we're going to have as many of those filled with both the network and special guests that you want to have on, right? So, and Gary gets more ambitious every year and sets a new insane amount of money that we're supposed to raise. <laughs> and so far, everybody we've all you know everybody's always stepped up and been able to do it, but. He'll keep pushing us till we can't meet the goal. I'm sure, but that's okay. It's worth it's worth the try, right? It is. It is, and uh, yeah, um, yeah. You deck thousand per hour. Yeah, basically that's, that's what it pretty is. Pretty much what we're trying to get at now. Yeah. So, and we got the first hour taken care of. We've already we've already raised a thousand dollars for for St. Jude this year. We've so, got a request for Hugh Jackman on the show. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's not really. <laughs> that much into geocaching as you thought. Plus the good thing about podcast podcast to hope is that um, it is um, it's a mix. We talk geocaching. We also talk some other things um, mm-hmm. I, today. I lined up another cool hour of the show and um, uh, I've been, we're in discussions with different people. Don't know about micro again. I'm not sure about that one, um, but we are working on um, some other folks for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's going to be cool. I've, we've got one um, lined up and we're kind of working on um, talking with um, uh, movie folks, uh, people that are in the, that are in the movie side of things. Uh, also talking to the TV side of things, because those are kind of fun. They're different. You know, how often do we get to to do that? We, we really don't get into that side of the world as much. Um, so anyway, working on that. Mm-hmm. And um, so there you go. Podcast to Hope. And then just you had a note here about NASA. Yeah. So uh, there's an announcement coming tomorrow. And granted, it's not geocaching technically, but just since we recently had 
the show at the Rover and the travel bug being on there. And, you know, um, NASA's making a big announcement tomorrow. They don't usually hype their announcements because they're NASA, right? Mm-hmm. But they've been hyping this one this past week. Like, they won't give any hints of what it is, but they found something on the moon. So, in the absence of any facts, <laughs> I'm going to assume it's geocaching related. We're going to speculate. Maybe it's a cache or a trackable that made it up there. Who knows? Maybe. But, uh, it's probably just a rock or something, but I don't care. I'm going to say that it's geocaching related. They're making a big announcement tomorrow, and they're hyping it up. So, Oh boy! I fell into the hype. I was like, "Well, what are they going to say?" Yeah, what, what did they find? <laughs> it's the moon. What could they possibly find up there? But uh, civilizations that so, have lived on the moon for years—I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm going to assume it's something geocaching related. So, yeah, <laughs> you know. absolutely. Um, my <laughs> jinxer. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You click on it. Okay, we both did that at the same time. That's we funny. both same time. I lost car keys. I love it. All your socks. Yes. Yeah. So the single socks. Where do they think they went? They went to the moon. <laughs> yeah. There you go. UDAC. All the world's missing travel bugs. Yeah. Where do they go? They sort of vortex themselves up to the moon and sort kind of like in Thor: The Dark World. Like everything just drops in one little spot. You know. Well, it's that. Uh, we've we, they've recovered boxes of missing trackables before, so maybe it's another one of those. You never know. It's possible. Cheese, cheese, grommet. Cheese. If anybody knows Wallace and Gromit, that's where that's from. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nobody yeah. shaking his head. You're not familiar with Wallace and Gromit? Jesse? I am not. I know it's oh. a cartoon, right? Well, it was claymation. That's, that's about all I know. <laughs> there you go. I didn't oh. even know that it was claymation, so you 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 caught oh. me. I don't know what it is. Chicken Run? You never watched you never saw the movie Chicken Run? I did not. Gosh, that's great. That's a great movie. Every okay. movie I've seen in the last like 20 years has been ones that my daughters wanted to go see. They didn't select <laughs> chicken run. So it wasn't on the we list. didn't see it. Yeah. You didn't make it. Okay. Well, it was great. You have to watch. check it out. I think it's on uh, Hulu or Netflix or something somewhere. No, I'm sure. Disney plus. I don't know. One of those. Um, that it's was okay. a long time ago, a- Jerry, but yeah. it was, but they, there was a, there was just a documentary recently. Uh, on uh, talking about that, I think it was it's one of those I get them mixed up, but might have been Disney Plus. They talked about Wallace and Gromit and all that. It was fascinating. Great. Instead story. of Wallace and Gromit, let's talk about cash pages. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess it's probably better. That was my oh, subtle segue. Do you like that? Yeah. I'm practicing those. Yeah, and next week we're going to talk about Adventure Labs, Adventure Labs Extraordinary with R. Reagan. Yeah. and let's get into it, Owen. We are going to talk about cash pages so where do you want to where do you want to even start with this well uh, first uh again uh, uh, just a simple disclaimer i'm not an it guy not a ce guy just a regular person who likes to decorate their pages so yeah so if if i if i use any wrong terms or say something wrong just be kind feel free to correct me but Like I said, I'm, but, I'm just kind of yeah. somewhat of a of a layman at at uh, yeah, computer. but you, you get some good ideas. Yeah, but Owen, yeah. your your idea is not to teach an HTML computer class here. We're talking about <laughs> we're talking right. about thinking up cache pages, right? So that's the direction we're going in. We're not this is yeah, this is not software 101 or whatever you call it. So we only care about the geocaching stuff, right? So that's that's what we're focusing on, whether we use the right terms or not. <laughs> exactly, we'll have notes and everybody can figure it out. 
Yeah. All right. Well, uh, first off, uh, I guess a little bit about me. I, I signed up in 06, uh, didn't find my first cash until 08 and, uh, didn't really take it seriously until 2013 and, uh, been cashing pretty heavy since then. Uh, I first started, uh, when I lived in Tucson, Arizona. Oh, cool. And, oh, cool. and then I moved to Houston, actually spring Texas for yeah. a couple of years. And uh, then I uh, moved up to Kansas City, back home where I'm from, mm -hmm. to Kansas City about five years ago. So cool. cool. All right. So, Owen, you started in 2006 and found your first cash in 2008. Now, you know the question I'm going to ask, right? <laughs> what Was that two years of DNFs or you didn't even try <laughs> until 2008? I, I signed up, uh, thought it was interesting, and I had one um, Magellan 300 at a raffle. Didn't know how to use it. Didn't know anything about it. Uh, loaded up like five or six caches in it. Again, it was Tucson, Arizona. So, and, and early in the geocaching history. And so I had hiked literally maybe four or five miles through the desert trying to find a cache. Couldn't find that one. Let's go hike somewhere else. Go down another trail, try to find another one. Three times, couldn't find anything. I went home and I chucked that thing so far in the back of the drawer, I couldn't find it for a couple of years. <laughs> no, not awesome, but it's awesome that you came back. Yeah. You know, if well, uh, if it makes you feel any better about it, I still don't know how to use that thing. So yeah. if that helps any. <laughs> I died. I never, I never came back to it. I lost one. So yep. and, and, and the first, the first caches I found, I found uh, with a, with a Garmin uh, car GPS. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a challenge, by the way. Yeah. If anybody's ever tried that. That's that's geocaching right there because and that's what cars, I actually yeah <laughs> your, your car your car's like thirty foot you know diameter so your, that's your car, your, yeah your car takes up such a huge <laughs> part you're like it's somewhere in where the car is but that means you know it's like a hundred it's like thirty yards in every direction to cover that car exactly exactly yeah we have it super easy now right. super easy yes yes oh yeah. All right. So where do we start on a cash page? We're going to write a cash page and we want to add a little something to it other than, and I won't point any fingers at anybody, but I've seen <laughs> some pages that are, I, I don't know how they got passed, right? They, they have like no information at all. And it's not a puzzle. We're talking about it's brand new. Mm -hmm. um, I have seen blank description blocks. So we're, we're going to advance past that hopefully, but where, where would you start if you're going to add a little flair to it? Uh, the easiest thing to do really is, uh, without getting too much into, uh, coding and HTML is to change the font size or font type. And, uh, also as adding, uh, emojis, people use emojis all the time in text and everything else. And mm. people, I don't know, don't know, mm. or don't try, but you can do that on cash pages as well. It's, it's really easy. And, uh, there's a, a local cacher here that was using them a lot and uh i just adopted it from him uh kevin kevin kevinator that's his uh caching name uh -huh. and uh he put, and he puts them uh, in a title and everything and so i just started doing that too and it just it just it makes it pop so and the easiest place to find those is I'll take this page here hopefully it'll load it's called emojipedia.org yeah and it actually 
it actually has all the uh, emojis that exist. Cool. Cool. Hey, Ellen, can you, can you turn your volume down a little bit? Because I'm getting Absolutely. some feedback. So thank you, sir. That's good. Yep. I'll let you know if I hear myself again, which I don't So, worry. Owen, do you just cut it and paste those and put them in the title and it shows up? Exactly. So you click on this here. Let this load. And you oh, wow. pick, out, pick out any kind of face you want here. Right. Mm-hmm. And say uh, a smiley face or something. Grinning, squinting face. And here's a hugging face. You, you just click on that, and you see what it looks like. Uh, yeah. A little bit larger. And the great thing about this is it'll also show you what it looks like on every platform. Oh, that is helpful. So now that, that begs the question, I'm assuming emojis don't show up on GPSRs? They do not, but you'll just get the little X or the or the rectangle. Mm -hmm. okay. So it does. So it doesn't screw up any of the uh, display. You, you'll just see a little square like this one here, like or something instead. Okay. Sometimes. But you can just say, "Copy that," and now it's copied. And then you go to your cache page, which here is one of mine. Oh yeah, there's a copy button, so you don't have to worry about trying to figure out right. what section to grab. You know how it is. You can say you don't grab the. That's cool. Exactly. Oh, interesting. Okay. Page will load. Yeah. There it is. There we go. If you look, like in the title here, I copied a tree and a frying egg pan and a pan there. Love it. Um, and this is so, a this is a. Sorry. I, yeah, I this is a local series that. Any of our geo area geocaches in the area contribute cool. to. It's just a play on words, and they're they're all tree climbers. That, that's right. the series. And like uh, I said, Udax action asking if the would they show up in the official app? So yes, they would. So yes, they will. And and you can even go even further. Like I did. The reason I chose this one is if you can kind of read the description here. I've added them into the text as well. Oh, very cool. You have the, so oh, just a, that's the G. Makes Here, it put a little bit more fun. Um, I'll add the GC into the um, yeah. chat room so people can play along yeah. at home. Right. Yeah. GC8 Jasmer 950. Jasmine. There you go. Not that it helps you with Jasmer, but J for Jasmer. It would be interesting to know if they do show up differently on different devices and on different APIs. And obviously the GPSR doesn't have it, but uh, yeah. So if you're one to be really mean to GPSR users, you can make the whole puzzle in the title and then they couldn't right. figure it out on the, on the computer. So, right. Yeah. So nice. Like I said, back on the uh, Emojipedia page, mm -hmm. uh, it shows you what, what that emoji will look like on each platform that, that is used. Oh, cool. Nice. But there's and uh and and uh, also changing the font type, such as it and and color here uh -huh. is is uh just having fun, just having fun with it. It, it. And it's it's not that daunting. It's it's really simple as uh 
putting in a blue or something in front of the in front of the text that you put. Oh, okay. So okay. what would you Oh, okay. So like you were saying um color equals I'll put it in the I'll put it in yeah. the banner. So Yeah. Um the banner out so you can see what we're talking about. Um, saying something like that, what I put in the bottom there, Owen, color equals red. Correct. Correct. Okay. To give people yeah, an right. idea. So Oops, font face equals, you know, in, and then quote comic sans MS uh, close quote yeah. size equals three, color equals red. Now, Oh, and you're you're talking about these, and you're going to talk about a few more HTML codes. But right. people don't have to memorize these, right? On the cache no. page, you're building it; it shows you the acceptable acceptable tag, right? It does. And uh, yeah, so uh, here's it is the HTML for this cache page, and you can see right here. I just font face comic stands uh, size four just makes it a little bit bigger, and the color is blue. It could be as simple as that. And then you just type out what you want it to say. And uh, when you initially do this, you can uh, use the uh, editor here right, to change those things. And then once you save it and if you come back at it, it'll have all this other stuff in there that you don't necessarily have to learn right away. Okay, cool. So we should always use the font color white. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> white on white. That's for puzzles. That's right. Oh, okay. It doesn't have to be puzzles. Yeah, it has to be a puzzle to use white on white. Oh, of course not. Come on now. <laughs> you want to just make it hard? Is that your that's your goal? Sometimes. Sometimes maybe. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sometimes All maybe. Right. But you know what? Even so, before we even go into the other stuff, even just adding a little different text and adding, you know, a little something to your, uh, your titles that really spruces it up quite a bit from, and here's, you know, like we've talked about before and we're going to talk about more tonight. That's one of those kind of pillars of making an awesome cache, right? If you're wanting to make an awesome cache, don't just make a good container. Don't just make a good story and put it in a good location, add something to the cache page as well. And that kind of circles that whole thing around. And there's, there's a lot of people that, sit around in the evenings and uh, they even have a uh, zoom groups that's, you know, they, they, they look at a lot of the caches on the computer that they, you know, unless they're doing something random while they're out, you know, uh, a lot of people look at the cache pages and especially for puzzles, you know, you almost, almost always have to be in front of a computer for, for a puzzle cache, which make, which makes it helpful to make it in, intriguing to people. Well, you, you you definitely have intrigued Direwolf. He's wanting to know what eggs and fries have to do with this catch, but that's hey, uh, you have to uh, find it. That hey, no, 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 well, don't, uh, don't, don't help him do out. It. Just do what Nancy would do. That's you know, that's exactly that's, uh, what, what, what you know, that's that's a cliche, I guess, from the 80s campaign against drugs. Yeah, what would Nancy yeah. do? <laughs> um. So the question did come up, how often do you have to review or update your cache pages? And I guess that the general question there is with, as you're adding more to it, and we're going to get into some changes in a little bit too, but um, how there's cache maintenance and then there's cache page maintenance too, right? Both of those are important. Right. Do you have a, do you have a regular schedule that you go back and check these and make sure all the links are still working? And 
usually uh, a, a finder or someone trying to solve it will will message you or, or, or say, says something doesn't make sense on the page or something. But yeah. but typically, uh, not a whole lot. Maybe once a year, I, I'll ch- something will change. Or and and they're all in. You know, if cash is a place somewhere where you drive by frequently, and you know, if a tree fell down or something, you know, you can always note that. But uh, to change anything, but but other than the environment changing, there's really not much you have to do to, on a cash page to to update any of these things. They pretty much stay standard. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What else can we? What else do you want to do? Got some good stuff here in the notes, by the way. I like the the photos. I think is the next, or well, I know I know where you're going next, but I'll be interested right. when we get to the photos because well, I think that's a fascinating one. Right. Well, well, just like uh, this photo of the eggs and and the, and the French fries I'm using in the background. Yeah. Um, what I always do is when I, I have an idea for a cache, I will. Uh, oh, search, search the internet for images, but I always pull all the images into a separate folder um, on my computer, and I have a, a folder called geocaching, geocaching, and then I have a bunch of different things in there, and then I have a folder called my geocaches, and I always uh, put do. everything in here for all my geocaches, and I keep them all separate uh, according to the title, and just like uh, the are you uh, high or fried one that we're talking about? All the pictures are in here um, on this file folder, and in that way, I'm, I'm if I if I see something that I don't if, and something does uh, mess up with the uh, HTML or something like that, I'm not looking for the photo again and trying to find it. Mm-hmm. Or if uh, something happens to the cache page where I can't access it, I still have the raw photo on my desktop that I can access and, and change. Yeah. things. And when I do change things, uh, such as this photo, here's the one that's on the page, but this photo is the one that I found on the internet. I always keep the raw photo. Even every time I've edited something, I keep the raw photo because sometimes something will change and, uh, you know, you'll mess up and you'll need to go back to the raw one or use it for mm-hmm. a, another cache or something like that. Now, is that just a folder on your computer or do you save that somewhere out and, you know, in the magic internet? No, no, I don't, I'm not a fan of the cloud. <laughs> I'm one of those. <laughs> yeah. I keep everything on my own hard drives okay. at home. But, uh, yeah. So anytime making a, a cache page, keep all the, the raw photos, the native stuff on, in your own folder uh on your computer that way when you find them you're not looking all over for them and then and and the, and the same as well if, even if you just have an idea for a cache all of these are just ideas a lot of these folders are empty there's nothing in them but i just kind of title them something that is interest or or a, a good idea for a cache i immediately mm-hmm. make a folder for it uh if i've worked a little bit on it i'll put some pictures in there and uh, eventually, it becomes a cash. That's a that's a good way to do. It. I've never really thought about that. I, I've done that for where I goes because you have to keep all the images for those. 
I've right. never thought about it for the other cash is keeping all the notes and everything all in that one, that one location. Exactly. And uh, I'll pull up uh, since we're in here. Another thing I'll do for, for these caches, it, you'll notice, uh, let's go back to this one. There's a word document. Now what that word document is, everything that is uh, the uh, HTML code for this cache. Okay. There you go. We'll switch it. Yep. Yeah. So um, I'll, yeah. once once the cache page is done, I'll go back into here uh, where it's in a, a final state that I like and, and how it looks. Some of these take a little bit to load. And you can just come down here and expand this a bit. And then I'll just take and start right here and you can copy all of this, all of your HTML code, just like that. Right. And you say copy and I paste it immediately in a word document and I save that also. So if uh, something happens to this location, I have to archive it, but it's a popular one. I want to redo it again. Or if I, if I move across the country and I want to redo it or if uh, you know, anything like that, I have the uh, HTML code for it. I can just, cut and paste that right into a, a new cache page and uh, redo it or, or tweak it a little bit. That makes a lot of sense too, especially if you're spending all this time to build a good page and you want it to be nice. And I know that I've been in tweaking the HTML before and messed up. And mm -hmm. if I didn't have a copy of that, I'm basically starting all over. Right. Right. And there's, I, there's I some... my stuff from other places. So I'm not an HTML coder. So <laughs> yeah, neither am I. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, like I said, we'll get into it a little bit later about, you know, taking things from other pages and pasting it in there. And and uh, once you've tried to mess with it a little bit and change some things, you might have accidentally taken out a comma or a parentheses mm -hmm. or something, and it really messes it up. If, mm -hmm. if long as if you have that original, and so, sometimes uh, if if you, maybe you didn't bookmark where you got it from, you don't remember what cache it came from, and so it's it's always good to have it before you start playing with it a little bit. Yeah, if you, if you can, Owen, turn turn the volume down a little bit. I'm still Again? hearing. Yeah, I'm still still hearing echoes right. in the background. So I'm hearing the echoing off that? your your dungeon walls back there. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, thanks. Yeah. Once in a while, if the I always have to turn my volume down too. Sometimes. So okay, cool. Keep going. You're good. You're doing good. Mm. I like it. I like it. So you've got a title and you've got some some basic HTML for text and stuff. What would be the next thing you would you would add in? All right, we've done it. We've done that, and we've gone over pulling the pictures. And uh, oh, also on the uh, on these new pages here, but, um, there's a whole separate section for a background image, and uh, putting that in. Actually, it, it it keeps all the white space from the cache page from from kind of uh, like that over. Yep. You know what I'm trying to say? Over uh, over washing over the screen. I always, I always put on a background of something that has something to do with with you know with the theme of the cache. Right. And those are actually added here in a separate section. 
right underneath or above, I guess I should say, above the HTML. Yeah. Kind of like a uh, uh, wallpaper for the for the cache page. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, oh, okay. And so, like, say you you upload a an image. How, how do you get it in? How do you get the code to put that image in this picture? Yeah. So, down here you can say add an image. I have some. Hang on, hang on for that. Let's. Okay. I put, yeah, I had that in there too. So you're talking about the image source IMG SRC exactly. equals, and then in, in quotes, the HD, H, should be HTTPS, but yeah, HTTPS. Yeah. Pizza Ninja asked, uh, what resolution? Yeah. I usually try to keep them down around. 800 by 600 initially because they'll change they'll, they'll format to the screen but if they're too big sometimes you'll lose actually lose detail when they put oh, them on okay. a cache page interesting because they, they they compress them down a little bit but uh there's some also some more tricks to to doing that when i'm formatting a a cache page uh with a lot of pictures on it, which we'll talk about in a bit. Right. I actually take the pi the pictures down to a, the size that I actually want them to be like two, 210 by 300 or something like that. So it, it, it's, it's a lot of time, but I enjoy it. So that's, <laughs> I enjoy, yeah. enjoy yeah. making the pages. That's cool. Now, is that going to display different on different APIs and different phones? If you set a size for the picture? Not necessarily, not because because on on the phone it the phones will change the entire page formatting. You know, you're not going to be able to have wrapped text and things like that on apps. They'll just have the text and the picture after it, and then the next text. Whereas on the on the computer screen, you you can do all kinds of of formatting. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, See here, yeah. So once you've added, you say add an image, and then you pick it from your file and you upload it. Right. And then when you, when you get to an image that you want, like okay, I got this picture, but how do I actually get it on the screen? You pull up the it'll it'll come to here. Right. And then what what I do is I will right click, and I'll say open the image in a new tab, just the image. And this is where you get the HTML for specifically that image and only that image. And so then you come up here into the address bar. I highlight all of that and I say, copy it. And then I go back to the editing page. And then right in here, right here is where it, where it is, you know, the S3 dot Amazon aws.com and you right. put that right. right in there that https all of that information right there which is this information right here so that's where it gets the information for that image and oh and you kind of alluded to it specifically but um where exactly are you saving your photos so you're saving them on a folder and then you're uploading them directly into the cache page now correct correct so you yeah. don't have to host them on a third-party site then not not 
regular pictures, not uh, JPEGs or bitmaps or any those types. Uh, we'll talk about some animated GIFs later, mm -hmm. uh, which there has been some recent changes, but but they're fixable. But so for a regular photo, as long as you've even if you found it on the Internet or anywhere you got it, once an original photo, as long as you have it on your computer, you can upload it to the actual cache page and you don't have to host it anywhere else. Correct. OK, good deal. And I have uploaded up to uh, I'm trying to think 15, 16 photos on for an individual cache page. And I, I don't know what the limit of is or if there is any. So I've, I've never hit it. So. Well, wow. you know what? That's a challenge to our audience. See how many photos you can upload to your cache page. <laughs> Report back. Yeah, I want to know the answer to that one. Find a breaking point. But you do have to upload them one at a time, though, right? There's no bulk upload to the cache page? Correct. Correct. Okay. It, makes, it makes it easier that way anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. All straight. And, and when you do upload them, whatever, th this could be photo, you know, 2003 and when you put it on here you can call it whatever you want you can change the name of it on the cache page um and jill you have a good point i think uh i know uh jesse and i will do this too yeah but we will we will use an archived really any kind of archive doesn't have to necessarily be an event it could be just an archived cache um that's always handy too for all you puzzle folks out there who want to do something a little different, mm -hmm. you can use an archived. But now we can just upload them straight to the cache page. Whereas before yeah. I always try to link them in there if I didn't want the photo to show up on that page, but we could still do that. So yeah, I like that. Yeah. Very cool. Right. And when, when you have them on the, uh, on the cache page, they will show up on the bottom of the page mm -hmm. um, as a link. If, if they're not being used, they'll still be there. Oh, it's the very bottom. Yeah, yeah. Right. So if I was wanting to do a puzzle, right here. since I can edit the name of all those photos, I could I could hide some puzzle clues in the name of the photos, right? And just leave them in the bottom. And done. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, not probably. only can you... Actually, we'll, we'll do this one. Uh, like I, I was on it earlier not only does it have a title but it also has a description that you can edit at least it did okay yep edit image details that's it image details yeah right so right here you can put you know eggs in a pan and that will also show up eggs bin in a pan you save that. Oh yeah, cache description. You could put info in the cache description. Mm -hmm. If you want to add. See, so now it has a title and a description beneath it, and that description will also show up on yep. the cache page. Nice. Have to refresh. Yeah. They really give us a lot of area to play with if we want to hide stuff on the cache page. Oh yeah. Well, and if you want in on and then for those that don't want to hide stuff, Jesse, then they could just make it look nice. 
Why would you not hide stuff? I don't, that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. This, this whole game is about hiding stuff, isn't it? <laughs> it is, isn't it? Well, you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, so that description or caption that I put yep. is right here on the cache page also. So oh, there's been cool. some puzzles where, you know, this can even be a code. You know, I, you know what? This could create another a puzzle where it's uh, eggs in a pan, and then it just has B A B B B A B B B A after mm. it. And now you got eggs and bacon. Ah, yeah, the bacon. bacon yeah, that's for another show. That's right. Take a drink. <laughs> that's for puzzle talk, but we can also talk yeah, about. Yeah, right, that. right, right. <laughs> We can blur the lines. We're loud. Jesse and I can yeah. do whatever we want, right, Jesse? They'll have a they'll have a field day with us. Just this. <laughs> All right. So uh, since we're talking about pictures, yeah. let's uh, move on to animated uh, gifs or gifs, however you wish to pronounce it. And uh, let's see. We'll go to this. Get rid of close that. Close that. And uh, here's a new one. Actually, uh, Sumter, who's, who's in the chat, actually he's just got first to find on this one today. I put it up. And uh, down here at the bottom of it, and this is just, everybody has uh, some type of puzzle checker. And all I did was put some waves next to it just to make it look a little bit fancier, dress it up. Has nothing mm -hmm. to do yeah. with the puzzle directly, yeah. but like I said, just decorative. It looks good though. Now, uh, on September 15th, geocaching.com had changed their policy on third party hosting of images. Yes. And so now you have to have a, uh, Dropbox account, Google Drive, or Open Drive in order to host animated uh, images. Those are the only three that I know of that you can use now. You used now, to be able to use any third party. So and, that started and September 15th of this year? Correct. Yeah. So I, I, just, I discovered it recently. I, yeah, so I, I've got had, had to do some fixing on a few of my caches, but so can but, I just backdate my hidden date to like August? Will that be okay? Then I don't have to worry about that. Uh, I don't think that'll work. Uh, oh, darn. I, and I, I know for a fact, cause I have caches that have been out for several years that have animations on them and they're grandfathered. So the cache pages still stand and the animations work. However, if you go in to edit those pages to, you know, It'll change a typo it. or change right. an attribute, you won't be able to resave it until either those links are removed or you've provided new links from Dropbox or Google Drive. Mm -hmm. Google, it's Google Drive, Dropbox, or what was the other one? Uh, Open Drive. So it's which is Microsoft's version, right? I think it's Open Drive. So it's about this one. It's GC8. Uh, 
I'm just going to go with the Kilo Foxtrot Juliet 2. <laughs> that's, that's the one phonetic I know. Kayak, um, Fizzy, Jasmer. So animated yeah. GIFs or whatever, uh, still photos. There's Wonder. still no way to do videos on the cash page, though, right? Yeah. There is not. Okay. Uh, some people have. So that's good to know. OneDrive. Uh, okay. Yeah, and you can't do audio either. So anytime you want to play a video, it's typically a, a YouTube link or something. Okay. Oops, I guess I. Yeah. OneDrive. Yep, we got cool. Thanks, everybody. Okay. OneDrive. That's it. OneDrive. OneDrive. Yeah. And I guess there's some reason behind that, but that doesn't really matter, right? It's we, we got to work with the rules that we were given. So yeah, it's none probably, of that other stuff is really worth right, the debate. That, that, European a, privacy law. They're trying to protect the privacy of everybody involved, I guess. So yeah, but uh, you know, here's, uh, it's an easy workaround. Yeah, we just do it, right? We just figure it out. Whatever the rules are, we'll just find right. a way to uh, to to do what we need to do. So. So, all right. General data protection regulation. Yeah. You're real technical about it. GDPR. Which uh, is way deeper than we're getting into in the show. So, yeah, that's that's as deep as we're going. That's it. GDPR. (laughs) That's all you have to know. All right. And uh, so we'll jump back to this one really quick Mm -hmm. because it's got a lot of examples that we can use as far as what we're talking about back about uh using html there's a lot of simple relative (laughs) simple commands um to use and and you'll see that uh i use them quite extensively just to space things out and make the cache page look uh more legible easier to read um one of them is uh center and everything has to go inside of a uh, brackets on HTML. So you just put center, and when you want to finish centering this image or any kind of text, you have to close it out with a with a slash, and then you put center. And then that so everything in between the the command will be centered on the cache page. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. And then adding a couple spaces, uh, it's br space slash, which is a break. And then one that I discovered on uh, someone else's page that I just copied is this hr space slash. And all that does is put a really thin uh, dark gray line that kind of separates the area. And uh, it makes it kind of uh, especially for a puzzle page or, or like this one that's a multi, you can have a little blurb about something like the theme, like the picture I have, and then you draw a line and then say, okay, now here's your puzzle. This is what you got to pay attention to. So it helps. It's, kind of a, uh, it's just a horizontal separator, right? Correct. The HR. Correct. Horizontal rule, HR. Horizontal rule. Ooh, there, there you go. go. There you go. Don't, yeah, see, I, 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 I didn't even bother to look it up. I just knew what it did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
look it up. Yep. And then, uh, let's see. Uh, horizontal rule. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. And, and there's a few others. Just uh, changing the color. You just type in what color you want on some of these. Once you copy all of this from somewhere, or, or yeah. and you can and really you can just Google look it up. You know HTML code for or uh, or font types, and it, and it'll give it all to you, and you can just copy and paste it right back into here. Font face wow. equals blah blah blah. Size equals three, for example. Colors red. There's some ideas. Right. Key for a paragraph is another common one. Use yep. a little P in there, and in you know that'll that's another common one for basically like a if anybody is old enough to remember, like a carriage return so, <laughs> or a typewriter. Right. right. <laughs> Starts the next line. I think the thing too that we really want to point out tonight is that th they're not as hard as some people think it is because it's pretty much plain. I mean, it's plain. It's English. I mean, well, unless you're in another country, but you get the idea. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're simple codes. They're not, they're not hard. Yeah. We're not doing Fortran or something here. No. And the biggest thing is it costs you nothing. You can get in there and play with that cash page or make even what, what I did. And Owen, tell me if you've done this too, but I've got dummy cash pages. Right. And I'll play with just to go, I wonder what will happen if I do this. Mm -hmm. Oh, that looks terrible. We need to erase that, you know, but it's not one that people are going to see. I just play with it. Well, what you can also do. Um, what's a typewriter? <laughs> what's a typewriter? Uh, it's probably. Never mind. Never mind. I'm going to be, I'm not going to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Think of the keyboard on your computer and make it into uh a large metal box, and that's the. Or find somebody that uses a GBSR. I bet you they have one. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. That's send good. all the hate mail to Gary, not me. No, no. <laughs> we both are not fans of the GPSR. Well, we're not. You know, I'm not against it. I just, you know, also don't use you know coal burning lamps in my house either. So. Um, <laughs> There's no point, right? Not now. Right. We have electricity. They have one at this Here, here's a. That is correct. They do have one. Here's another trick, Jesse, that I, I was going to save to the end, but since you brought it up, as soon as this page loses. Looking for a sassy answer. I love it. All right. I thought I had it. Well, Tom, you're also old, okay? Sorry, dude. <laughs> hey, we can. That's that would be meaner than we normally go, but he's part of the network, so we can pick on him. Yeah, we can pick on him. Um, okay, what were you saying, Owen? Uh, you were talking about having a dummy page or mm -hmm. messing with the code and not want to screw it up. I was going to save this till the end, but uh, this is a, in that same vein. All right, so here I have in two different windows the exact same cache page editing page loaded mm -hmm. here and here. It's the exact same one. Okay. It's a trick I use when I'm in here and I'm playing with something and I want to change something and I might accidentally click on the wrong thing. If I actually come in here, uh, here, let's just, let's just do almost all of it, all of it, except for the picture like that. And I accidentally do that. It's all gone. 
And then I accidentally say save. Oh, oh we hit a control. Oh. What did I do? Oh no, it's all gone. The control Z and, so, and, and, and now this is what my page looks like. Dang you know, all it. I have is this picture. I don't oh, have well, all my description. Archive. Well, see, I have the other window, the exact same. It's all still here. Okay, I screwed that up. Nice. So I'll just tell it to save that one next. Time dark. And it overrides this one. All this stuff is still there. It's in the same window. It okay. all it all comes right back. That's just uh save yourself again a layman's way of of protecting yourself see now it's all back i changed the page and Yay. messed up everything but but now it's all back so nice just so uh, i whenever i'm editing a page i open it twice keep a separate window open when i'm start playing with it and if i don't like it i can just go back and save the previous version of it and try again Sure. And so this, we're talking about cache pages today, but this also applies to other stuff as well, which I think we're going to get to, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then, then I All won't right. jump ahead. <laughs> All right. So let's see. We talked about that one. Oh, what's this one? Oh, uh, this, this was talking about uh, the uh, pictures of, moving pictures to the side. This cache is GC seven, where I go, what is X? Uh, X files. X files, geocache, geocache. It is, okay. I like it. Lights, camera, action. So this is a letterbox. I like that uh, you're, you're pulling up different cache types constantly. I love it. Bravo for that. Yep. Yeah, well, I, I try to provide a little of uh, everything. This was a, a series we had for a uh, movie-themed uh, picnic we had in 2018. Oh, and cool. all these... Uh, people are from kansas city from the kansas city area right mm. so she's the actress that was the mother in et and in cujo ah. and so <clears throat> just like this here what you're seeing here on the cache page you have text to the left and pictures to the right however mm. when you pull it up in your app you're, you're going to have text above a picture and then more text in the next picture that's because the app's format to fit best on your phone, not necessarily uh, for a computer screen, unless you mm -hmm. used the browser on your phone and told it to display as a computer screen. <laughs> right. Um, but also what I did here uh, as a little trick, um, get too far into the weeds on it. Oh, yeah, on these, uh, instead of just having the picture, mm -hmm. I would take the picture and I would edit in uh, paint and I would give it an extra, I don't know what you want to call it, a couple hundred pixels, I guess, over on this side. Okay. So I make, so this actual picture ends here, but on this side, it's all this white space is in the picture. Oh. 
So you're guaranteed so that to have that, that margin there. Exactly. It, it, it gives it that. And I don't have to worry about how to format text and how close, you know, yeah. where to start the text and where to put it. It just starts it at the edge of the picture, but it gives it separation. Oh, I like that. And for uh, so that's an easy way to get around using code for the margins, right? Like there's, a, there's a code out there's HTML, but I think this is a great example because find ways to do what you need to do. You're not trying to become a coder. You're trying to make a cool cash page. So if you want to look it up and go, I want a margin, horizontal margin, vertical margin. That's great if you want to do that. Right. But there's another way to do it. And you just came up with another way to do it to make it fit every time for what you're wanting to do. So exactly. like Just like this space in here, you can you can make this all this white up here, part of this picture, and it'll just space the text accordingly. That's cool. Right. Yeah. Cause the white space, you know, is easy to, is it maybe easier to do for people or to, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. it's another way to do it. If you're, if you feel more comfortable using that versus trying to do extra HTML code. Exactly. Yeah, it, it, it and it's really for someone who doesn't know what they're doing, it's easy to to to, to miss one of the right, you know, things, commas, parentheses, right. or something. Right. So and, yeah, and you, and you don't really have any idea what you're doing, <laughs> or I didn't. Right. So. Well, right. Or if people want to, if people feel more comfortable doing that, then they can make their formatting still look good, but. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody care. No, if somebody comes to you, that you let me know. Somebody yeah. comes to you and complains about your image source afterward because it wasn't what they thought. You know, it's like, hey, it's your geocache. You can image format it however you want. That's right, as long as it's within the rules. I mean, use whatever exactly tricks you want to use. All if you right. want to use so, all these uh, or how did you get them on the right and left? I noticed they're not all in the center, like you said, you know, centering uh, it before. How do you have right, that done? I, I switched sides. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So so for the audio listeners, the, on the cache page you're showing, he's got a lot of text, but the pictures aren't just straight down the center. He's got them right and left justified like you would see in a newspaper. Exactly. That is good. Get down here to the HTML portion. And here it is. Style equals float right. And the other one says float left, which is on the left. Oh. So where does that go for the people that can't see what you're showing? Where does that, what you just said, that style, where do we put that on the, in the HTML? Right before the image that you want to move. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Float right, float left. Okay, so okay, so I misspoke there. It goes when you put in the image source and then the link to the page or, yep. or the link to where it's hosted. Immediately after that, you put style equals float right. Okay. In my colon. And that'll take the picture from being centered over to the right side. Right. There you go. Thanks so that's inside those brackets or greater than, less than. I don't even know the correct term for those, right? But Exactly, yes. But it's all inside that one thing. Okay. 
And then, yeah, and on down here at the bottom with the other picture, it says float left. Right. Float so, left, yeah. Yeah. And, and also, if anybody is into page layout or know anything about that, um, another little trick that people in print use is you notice that photos that are floated to the right, the person in the picture is always facing the text. It's always looking towards what you're supposed to be reading or having an right. interest in. And so this one on the left, she has this negative space over here. And so it kind of draws your attention back towards the center of the page. Right. Interesting. So you could mirror the photo if you needed to, to make yeah, it. Yeah, you can flip it, but. If you were, in, if it was going to go off the page. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and people do that often in magazines and stuff. If you're paying attention to it. Yeah. And that's uh, cool. I want to look at this. Photo. This is a, another HTML code. It's called marquee, which makes the oh, title or whatever right. you have. Uh, scroll across the screen. But all I did was make the marquee space slightly larger than the text. And so it just bounce, it looks like it's bouncing back and forth when it's really scrolling all the way across the space. But that's a little bit deeper than we're going to get tonight. <laughs> that's a good code for people to know because you can do it with photos too. So the, the yeah. photos can scroll across the page as well, which makes a pretty neat effect. Although very annoying for a puzzle page if you're going to stare at it for a long time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, next we're going to talk about, um, I, we were talking about uh, changing these color, making a box, changing the color of the lettering mm -hmm. or changing uh, uh, and what, what color to get them. We, previously, we just talked about the basic colors that you, uh, that everybody knows that works in HTML, like blue or red or black or white right. um, for puzzles. But this next page um, we're going to talk about is uh, hexadecimal colors. And this is where you can get into a lot of uh, different shades and variations. Give it time. So this will give you just about any color you want. And I like this page and, and it's listed in the show notes. Yeah. So everybody can go back to it um, later. Uh, it's htmlcolorcodes.com slash color picker. But you can slide this scale anywhere along here. And, and once you say, I want a shade of purple. Right. And and then you can move this dot here on this big screen and you can change its hue. Right. Anywhere like this. And you'll see all these numbers changing all around. And what I can do with that is once I say, oh, I like this shade here, right. that's this hex the decimal number up here, eight one one B B four is the same as this one here. It's just repeated. But uh one quirk of this page is it hides it from me a little bit, but I left click and roll over it like that. And I can say copy. I've copied it even though it disappeared, but I've copied it. <laughs> and so when I go back to a cache page, 
like this, instead of just saying red, I can put in that hexadecimal color code and it'll change it to that exact hue of purple. Right here where it says font color red. It lets me, I don't know why it does that. I guess I go too fast for it. So anyway, instead of this red right here, I can highlight it. I'll right click, mm -hmm. say paste. And now it has that code in there. Let me take out that space. And so now with that in there, it should change that color to, to that hue of purple. Cool. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Still loading it. So that's how you can do something other than kind of your eight basic colors, including mm -hmm. black and white. Is using uh, that's this is the easiest website I've found to to that you can do that and and get those immediately for any kind of hue of any of these basic spectrum colors. And so we'll have those this link and the other ones we referenced in our in our show notes for anybody that's kind of following along and wants to to bookmark these. Correct. Now, along with that, say you find a really cool picture on the internet somewhere. Another web page I found that helps out is imagecolorpicker.com. And what you can do is like say, uh, right here I have a picture of signal. And so, okay, I got a picture of signal, but I wanna write some text underneath him that says, welcome to geocaching. But I wanna use ah. this color green right here. That's oh. That signal is made up of. That's what I wanna do. And so you can say, upload your image and it'll ask you where to get it. And you can get it from a web page or from a file and it'll put it right in there. And then you just put your X over it and you can click on it and it'll show you the HTML or hex code right here. And you can copy that and you write your text. And then now, now your text is the same color as your picture and it all matches and it looks pretty and it flows really nice. So, you know, sit there and guess. You don't have yeah, to guess. Like that that's that's a yeah, much cleaner world. Like right here, it has the dominant color of that image. The most common right. color is right here. So you don't even have to, like, say, well, I don't want the shaded part. I want this part right here. It, yeah. it gets it to you right here. That's nice. Because it's yeah, going to be a pain to try to match, try to match that code exactly. You're like, that's a pain. That'd be a pain. This way you can just. Take whatever they would take what the HTML or take what the color is supposed to be, exactly. Or well, or whatever code you're. Yeah, and uh, like I said, if if you have something a, a nice picture of a sunset, and you're like, "Ooh, I really like that orange hue that's in the sky." You know, I, I want my text to look like that to balance out the the web page. You just click on it, take the color code, and start typing away. Nice, very nice. 
All right, along that vein, we'll move on to another cache. Actually, this is a, a 2002 cache that I just recently adopted. It's a, if anyone's familiar with Precious Moments, there's a chapel in Carthage, Missouri that's uh, a nice touristy place. Sure. Um, but anyways, well, uh, I adopted it, fixed up the page. But previously, it only had text on it, all one size, didn't have any background, didn't have any images. Um, so I added all the stuff to it. And, and then what I did is here's the original description right here. This was on the page, this right here. And so what I did was I put a box around it and I made the text the same color as the box. And it kind of separates it from everything that I did. And then that way, everybody can still see what the original contents and the description was. I just made it more inviting, in my own opinion. <laughs> I like it. And I'll put that on a banner real quick, just so people can see it. It's a little bit uh, deeper than kind of we've been doing. Right. Jumping a little bit deeper in, right? Yeah. So. And uh, let's see. Yeah, and the, the code for that is also in the show notes. Yeah, I it's threw the GC4902. Yes, 4902. Yeah, I threw that in the chat room just for people to follow along, play along at home. And you selected the, uh, the size and width of that as well as the color for that border, right? Correct. Um, I could, could jump into that editor on this, but I want to, I want to show another one that I took it a little bit farther. Okay. Here's another one. This happens to be an earth cache. Earth oh, well, cache pages can sometimes, can sometimes be a little daunting. So mm -hmm. along with, uh, making the page interesting, it, it helps make it fun. Again, I've done everything that we've talked about previously, added emojis here into the top. Uh, the GC code is GC8 Jasmer. What's the K? I can't remember. Kayak. Kayak 2-6. I stuck it in the show notes. Or not the show notes, the chat room. <clears throat> All right, excellent. Um, I took it an extra step here. Yeah. Now we got a double border. It's a little bit thicker on here. And all you got to do is repeat the exact same code twice, just changing the color. And uh, it'll make a double box. It's it's really just that simple. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. So right here is the code. So it's going to jump on me again. There it goes. There we go. All right. So it's. Div style. Does anybody know what div means? I don't know. Division, maybe. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a I border. I don't think that really matters for our show. Exactly. But, uh, and yeah. and all, all of this stuff I saw on someone else's cast pages, and I literally uh, viewed page source and copied it and pasted it over and played with it to like halfway understood it and knew how to how to, how to manipulate it. So. Nice. Yeah. And so, so basically, yeah, right here, you can see, I just repeated everything twice. I did make the outside one. It looks like a little bit bigger and I increased the radius of the corners. 
to make it look better. And, and that, again, that's you're not you're not trying to recreate Nike's web page, right? What we're trying exactly. to do is just add a little bit of flair to a geocache page to make it interesting. Right. And and I don't I don't sit down and do these from top to bottom as is either. I put in my text. I was like, okay, I want this text to be bigger. How do I do that? I'll make the font size, you know, four. Okay, now now I want to put a border around it. I, I go find something that has a border on it. I copy that part of the HTML. I put it in there. And then I just start playing with the numbers and the colors until it's something that I like. Hold on. You're saying you're stealing from other people's cash pages? Oh, my God. I, am, I cannot believe you just am, admitted that. I am paying homage. <laughs> <laughs> why reinvent the wheel when somebody has already invented the wheel well or the, yeah and or the all wheel. Aside, that's and, the and best place to get this information right it's yeah, from looking at other people's cash pages and whoever has the copyright or whatever on html i don't think is a geocacher so <laughs> there you go is there a copyright on html <laughs> i don't think so open source um, right is html open source. I figured it would be, right? I would, I would assume it is, yeah. Yeah. And so go ahead. For for people that are a little deeper into HTML, uh, like Dan brought up yeah. span, there's a span tag, there's a few other things out there. Those are those are applicable in these situations too. We're going with some some really basic, super easy. If you start getting more complicated, like if uh, you add more and more stuff to it, you will get more errors coming out of it and complications. We're talking about some super, super simple stuff. So um, if you go to look at other people's cache pages, you'll see span, you'll see some other tags in there. There's a whole list on the, on the geocache page of what you can, uh, what you can actually use. And it gets way deeper than we'll even come close to touching. Exactly. You know, and, and you can study for a long time and you can do some really fancy things with cache pages. We're kind of touching on just how to, how to spruce them up a little bit. Right. And, and, and what I'm showing on the screen right now, this whole section here that talks about uh, petrified wood locations in this box with all these place, places that are hyperlinked, there may or may not be another earth cache in Virginia about <laughs> petrified wood that looks exactly like this. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I cannot That's believe all, it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> And by the way, KCMA is wondering, HTML is not open source because it's not a source. It's a standard. So well, there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, Jesse has helped me. I don't think I've actually done yet a – I've done – I now have three earth caches, and Jesse, you helped me with all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're – I used it sort of in a sense a template, but – but it's local. I mean, the information wasn't. The Earth Cache is local. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Help me out, Jesse. How to explain this? You found an example of an Earth Cache that you can do locally that somebody else had done in another location. Right. And I just needed the information right. to, to the extent that it can be copied, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Guess and what? Most caches are not that original either. You know what I mean? <laughs> Most regular caches are not that original either, so it's probably okay. Right. Yeah. As far as earth caches, it, it has to be all the scientific information anyway. It's all pretty much standard. 
And 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 I, I will say I did reach out to any cash owners for this one and and, and others that it's like, hey, is it all right if I borrow this? And and most cash owners are like, do whatever you want. You know, they're they're not very friendly community. <laughs> right. Yeah. Can and I'll, I'll I'll do mine on the show. That's hey, everybody that has the cash out there, I'm gonna steal your idea. So this is me asking permission right now. Let me know if it's not okay. All right. Yeah. I'm covered. We're good. <laughs> Yeah, five seconds. That's right. Nope, um, yeah, well, you're allowed. Uh, all right, so uh, down here in my questions, again, uh, trying to make it lighthearted, keeping the uh, geocaching fun. Uh, you'll notice down yeah. here, my number five question is optional, but you would be surprised <laughs> that all but one person, I think, that has found this cache answered that question. That's great. One way or another. <laughs> it's optional. It's so, optional. Owen, we don't have to get into the, I know, because we'll run out of time before we, obviously we can't cover H, every HTML code, but mm -hmm. I, I don't know how you did that one if you just did, you know, just your numbered list, but you can do ordered and unordered list with HTML or you can just type them in, right? I just typed I them in. You did, but there's ways to do it on both. Right. Yep. I just typed those in. Like I said, just to, to keep it simple. Uh, right. Optional number five question has absolutely nothing to do with this geocache or earth caches or anything. But Surprise I thought it was funny. Yeah. And, and a lot of other people you? think it's funny too. <laughs> Hopefully. But you know what? It goes along with everything we're talking about tonight, right? We're talking about HTML specifically and, and coding and adding emojis. But add something fun to your cache page. It, exactly. It's just adding a little bit extra for the user. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, and and it's something that you know it takes people off their guard. They say, "Wait, what? What, what is that all about?" You know. Yeah. And then uh, they might Google that question and then go down another rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. That's a long rabbit hole. Yeah, and then Vorpal before rabbit. we before well, we forget, <laughs> this is not only for a cash page, right? You can use this in other places too on geocaching.com. Yes. Um, and, uh, I don't know that, ah, <laughs> not, not to attack this, uh, uh, this evening, but for puzzle solvers, if someone was to look at the source code on this geocache, yes, there may be a complete scientific explanation for that question in the source code. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Well, you know what? You you can hide notes in there all the time. I, I can tell you that I hide something in almost every cache page I have. So right. whether there's a need for it or just it's funny to me. Mm -hmm. So we, we mentioned it. So you can use this on the cache page. What uh, Where else can this be used on geocaching.com? Uh, like in the, in the source code? source code, any of this sprucing up, you don't just have to limit it to the cache page, right? You could also use it on your profile, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're almost there. One yeah, thing I, know, I, want, I, know. I, just, I don't want to run out of time before you tell people this, because I think it's pretty good information. All right. Uh, uh, all right. You'll notice uh, I put a flag counter on here. These flag counters, you can also oh, change yeah. the color of those. You can change the titles of them. Uh, that's a geological name for the area of, the planet we live in. I have no idea what it means, but again, just for something to, for people to look at and, 
and uh, maybe look Simple. up and have some fun with it. Flagcounter.com. Is that Flag a every time somebody visits to the page, it kind of collects that information? Correct. Yep. Depending on That's where someone's good. from. I like All that. Right. I wanted to come on. As soon as this page will load. All right. So getting on, I just wanted to include this one for Jesse. Uh -oh. today, was a, today was a good day. But it shows uh, shows the border. It shows some scrolling, different yeah. colors. It, it uh, proudly represents everything we discussed today. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, you should be proud yeah. because it's been how long since the Chiefs won? Uh, 40, 50 years, 60 years? Uh, years? I, I think it's been like uh, four hours years. since they won. Uh, they won a football game. I'm who, in who, did, who did they play today? I don't know. I know the Cowboys lost. That's all I know. It was Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they it did play Denver. Denver. You're right. <laughs> Whooped them. But that is, you know, I know that's a very bright and gaudy color combination there. We're not going to talk about that. But <laughs> that does bring up a good point that you can do a background. You can do kind of a. I don't even know what you call that, but the border inside the border, the background of it, and you can color it up and you can have a really nice cash page with that. There you go, Jesse. 4316. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I right. got it. This is a geocaching right, so, uh, show, not a football show. <laughs> we're not talking about that. Okay, we're not. We're not talking about that anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I got it when he said it. I was ignoring so him. Moving on to, our, to a profile page. There you go. <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, I'm moving on to the to the profile page. I'll say it for you. There you go. Uh, all this uh, HTML code that we've discussed can also be put um, on your profile page. It can start out very basic, and then you add things to it and make it a uh, you know make it your own. And uh, oh, this cool. I actually do update probably at least once a month, sometimes twice. If if I go on a long geocaching trip. Uh, where I end up getting a hundred or so caches over for a weekend, I will update this as soon as I get home with a new code and and descriptions. Um, oh, nice. Well, and it's it's really your web page, right? It's a free web page that that you need to have. It so is. Why wouldn't you put your stuff on there? Yeah, it makes sense. And and uh, you know what? Everything I learned on MySpace is is here on this page. <laughs> <laughs> MySpace, yeah. right? <laughs> It's basically exactly the same. You had one page that you could scroll through and you could put, put pictures on. That, that was MySpace. That was it. Yeah. Right. And it's True. exactly the same. And it still works. And you're allowed yeah. to put pretty much whatever you want on this page, whatever your goals or anything are. So that's that's the landing page if people are going to check you out. So you might as well yeah. put if you want to know about yourself on there. Have exactly. some fun with it. Um, here's, here's a counter you can add for... Uh, your state or, or your country where you live, casherstats.com. It's approved. API also. Cool. You can add that. And uh, I use uh, mygeocachingprofile.com. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is because I can change all of these areas on my page. 
you can do it with Project GC also, but that's a lot of code to go through. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's got a lot of tabs and windows and things to open up, and it's a lot of code to go through. But on here for mygeocachingprofile.com, I can right. ma manipulate my fizzy grid. I can take this entire description of the fizzy grid and I can put it up here at the front, at the top, or put it anywhere in the description that I want it. Okay, so, cool. And that's easy to do. Um, from mygeocachingprofile.com. So I can go on my geocaching profile, copy the HTML, put it on my profile page, and then fake all my numbers to make it look like I've done more than I have? Yes and no. Uh, <laughs> my geocaching profile uses JPEGs to display all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> you have to modify so, all the JPEGs. Oh, I thought I was going to get to cheat. Oh, so, okay. So, so all this in, in now all this information here is in a, is a JPEG, so you can't oh, change any of these numbers. However, however, if you do come down to, let's say, uh, finds in a country, you could probably change those. <laughs> yeah. You know, each well, of these little states, you can change those. That's not fun though. Yeah, it could be fun. You we'll know, if I want to armchair logs and stuff. We'll do it. We'll, right. We might have to show on that. Proper geocaching. Yeah. Uh, maybe we could do it. Yeah, we can do a whole show just on how to cheat. Geocaching ethics. <laughs> yeah. Don't do any of this stuff. <laughs> right. Right. So once you upload your MyFinds pocket query in here, it'll get this. Right. It'll give you all of this. All of those are, see how all these are images? And that's oh, your... Yeah. Caching radius, your attributes, difficulty. These are all images. But the great thing about this is once you've manipulated this code and say, I, I don't want all of that. I just want I just want to know what my difficulty makes. This is the fizzy, the difficulty makes. That's the only one I want. I don't want all this other stuff. I can copy that and paste it. But once I've got it in the right order that I want it, this number right here is the important part, 6490. And this number will change every time you up the, up, upload your pocket query. You just, all you need to do is copy this one little number right here, 6490, or just remember it. There we go, copy. I come back to my cache page. Oh. And just change that one number? I change that one number, and then I still have my Jasmine and then my Fizzy listed after that. And I have everything in the order that I want it and displayed how I want it without changing pictures, changing full lines of code and uh, potentially screwing up, uh, you know, all my hard work. I just come in here and see where it says random equals that, which was one. Okay. I changed that one number. It's like a version. Exactly. And then, and that's all I have to do. And there's about, Oh, I think I counted it one time. There's maybe 16, 17 areas where I have to change that throughout this whole thing. Oh, okay. You can search for that number. Yeah. You just keep scrolling until you see it. Okay. And, and, uh, it makes it real easy once you've done all the work to change it. And there's right. a few in here. You'll see getting into the weeds here a little bit. This one I haven't changed because it's just a title. I don't need to change that one. 
I just need to change the, the information. Cool. Well, I, I probably accidentally hit copy instead of paste. <laughs> Is there a limit to how much you can put on the profile page? I have not run into it yet. Okay. If, I'm sure there is a data limit, but I have no idea what it is. There's another test for somebody out there. See if you can break your profile page. <laughs> I said, I, yeah, don't have time to go through the whole thing. But anyways. There you go. And you hit save, and then everything is still in the correct order that it is. Let's say, let's see. And so you update yours regularly to keep your stats up to date, right? Uh, about once a month. Um, I'm I'm a bit of a first to find hound, so at the first of every month I update it. And like I said, if I go on a trip somewhere, I'll update it also. And it's something you can do while you're sitting and there's my first to finds. I what I do for people that are interested in who's this geocacher, they want to know your history. Um, how close are you on or that's the 366 days? So I'm working on how close are you on your Jasmine? Yep. How yep. close are you on your fizzy? That's what people want to know. The rest of the information on your profile page can is basically for yourself or for challenges. You know, people don't care, you know, how far away you've cached and stuff. You know, that's for for yourself to look at. Um, like you know, where you've cached, uh, stuff like that. Like I said, all this is that's cool. Yeah, I, I had to make that. I had to make three images to do that. I had to make a gray one, the color one, and a black oh, outline right. and overlay them all in Photoshop. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of work. And I guess the other place this would apply to would be trackable pages, right? Exactly. And uh, actually, if people are curious, if they notice this at the top of my page, which I know some people probably are. What is that? Well, uh, like Jesse, I am a human trackable. However, I do not have a tattoo. You'll see in the little pop-up title there, I have a NFC RFID chip in my hand that I put in myself. And this will take you to the trackable page. And uh, let me go ahead and click on that because it, it's hyperlinked. Yeah. Didn't we mess with that in Cincinnati, you and I? We did, and and it, yeah, it mostly it worked. It took a minute. It took a minute, but it, it worked. Right. And so, like all of this uh, editing, oops, you know, it, do it on your trackable page too, and a little explanation there. And again, having some right. fun with it, with the, uh, you know, part of it's for nerds and part of it's for geeks. You know, just make it interesting, <laughs> make it fun. And, and again, with the flag counter down here, uh, this one measures people from different countries that have visited the page. Right. And it's uh, different states. And again, you can title them anything you want. So, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. I mean, that's, that's your trackable page, right? So why not make it as nice as you want it to be? Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and again, you know, this all didn't happen overnight or the first time I made the page, you know, this, sometimes these, you know, I, I have uh, cash pages that I've been working on for a year 
and not diligently, but you know, when I, when I get around to it, when I feel like it, mm -hmm. and then when I'm happy with it, I, I'll I'll release cash and put it out. So awesome! All right, I think we've covered, covered. it for, for tonight. Well, and, and this is, and as Owen's alluded to, this is one of those topics that you could you know, you could do a whole series on because there's. There's really a lot you can learn with, you know, I know you were going over just the really basic stuff and you're trying to keep it really simple for everybody tonight that's new to it. But mm -hmm. uh, this is one of those things that you can constantly learn more. You know, you may have enough that you have your cash page how you want it now. But just like you said, you may learn something or see something on another cash page that you want to go back and add to it. And you can still do that after you publish the cash, right? You can still Absolutely. go back and edit it and keep yeah. making it fancier and fancier. Not fancy for fancy sake, but just make it a better experience for the user. And like I say, and, and it's practice. So, and then when you, when you, or you'll learn, you'll, I've made a cash page uh, with different colors and pictures and things on it. And I was like, you know what? I would really like to do that to the one that I released three years ago before I right. learned all that stuff. And, and like mm -hmm. I said, go back and change it and fix it and make it, make it look better. I know that I've done that on mine occasionally, you know, from time to time, I like to go back and check on my caches and I'll, I'll update some cash pages like back when the last lockdown happened and you couldn't go anywhere and everybody has, you know, they came by and changed your front door. So you can't walk outside. I just got <laughs> on my cash pages and uh, I don't know if they do that in your area or not, but um, change your front door. Okay. Yeah. I, w I went on a lot of my cash pages and just check and see if they're, yeah. if there's anything I want to change, clean up or, you know, cause sometimes when you release the cash, you have one plan in mind and that's not always how people actually find that thing or, or what happens to the area. So it's always good to go back and check it and, and update your pages just like you would check on the container, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's really important too. If you, you need to check your links. Cause I know that that was, that hurt me one time and it's well hurt, but you know, I, I bundled bungled a uh, puzzle cache. Cause somebody's like, Hey, I can't do your puzzle. Cause the link you have that we have to use doesn't work anymore it's like oh dang it i didn't check it because you got to check those things once in a while so and because yeah. we have such awesome people in our group here dan has already offered he's i know that dan has been he's been in the computer html world world for years he knows how to do a lot of this stuff so uh there's some additional help for anybody that wants it right there it's on the screen nice team monroe's um and i guarantee you i, I think owen you may have mentioned that or we may have talked about it before the show but if you're confused on some of this stuff and you know somebody else that has it, just reach out to them. Cashers exactly. are nice. They'll help you out, you know, not all of them, exactly. but a lot of cashers <laughs> are nice and they'll say, yeah, absolutely. I'll help you with this and I'll help you with that. And they'll help you build a better cash base because everybody wants all the caching to improve. Yeah. And, and even, uh, like I said, the cashers that you quote, steal the HTML from, you know, asking them, they're like, how did you do this? Or, or, you know, or is it all right if I, if I move this, you know, use this part of it and what all of the code do I need to do that? You know, I don't need all of this stuff, but what do I need? They're, they're, you know, I've had people send me the code directly in an email or in the messenger, you know, just copy and paste this and where the X's are, type what you want to type. Cool. Thanks, Joshua. There's a video out there with that he did with you, I guess. Oh, cool! Yeah, I remember that. That was uh, that was in Nebraska, I think. Oh yeah, could have been the Coin Fest in Nebraska. Yeah, 
Nice. Excellent. All right. We ready to wrap it up. Any final thoughts? Not, you know, Owen, thanks for coming on. I know this, yeah, this primer of fixing up cash pages has helped some people. Some people know tons and hopefully, you know, if, if you're new or if you're old at it, I don't know. That sounds terrible. Right. But um, <laughs> either way, you know, if, if you don't know anything, hopefully this helps you start or reach out to somebody. If you know tons, offer to help people, you know, there's, exactly. if you can't have events in your area, I've found that that's a pretty popular event. What we just talked about now can make a great event for a few people locally that want to be a little more hands-on. You can show them exactly how to do this for cash pages and you'll see that cascade across your area for people that, that want to learn this. So exactly. reach out and reach out to learn. Yeah. And I'm happy to help anybody who, who, who in my limited knowledge, you know, I'll readily admit, but uh, also, you know, and anybody wants to take anything off of my cash pages and use them, they're welcome to it. So very cool. Absolutely. Thanks again. All right. Here is our outro. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight as well as our new format. Please email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Owen. What were you going to say? Go ahead. Did we, were you saying something, Owen? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. No, thanks. Good night, everybody. Good night. Yeah. Josh said uh, we talked at a, at a MOGA. All right. Oh, Next. okay. There you go. Perfect. MOGA.